0: Welcome back to Table Talk for Moms. Today, we are talking about accepting yourself where you're at right now. But first, I have a little snack time for you, Stephanie. Stephanie's here with me today. Say hi, Stephanie. (laughs) But, Steph, what is the last date night you had with your hubby? We actually did a
1: really fun end-of-year date night, and we did a staycation just barely on... On Friday night, last Friday. So we had our babysitter come over and she stayed over with the kids. And me and Andrew literally just went to like a local hotel (laughs) and we slept in and we ate a really slow, delicious breakfast. And that was our last date night. That's something we do like once a year, but you got it. It's my favorite thing. It's the best. That's fun.
0: I literally was telling. Matt, the other night, I was like, I want to go somewhere and go to bed at six p.m. and then wake up at like eight a.m. Like, I want fourteen hours of non-interrupted kid sleep. Great. Yes, it was.
1: It was the best. It really was. I was like, I don't know the last time I like slept through the night without like getting up to check on kids or help somebody go to the bathroom. Or
0: it was was great. That one kid that's an early riser, and it's like, why are you already awake? yep so it was great what was your last date night well I got Matt some what are they called snowshoes for Christmas (gasps) and we've been before and it's pretty fun it's exhausting on your legs but we decided to go night snowshoeing it was terrifying I was looking (laughs) for glowing eyes in the mountains I was not what I was expecting you to say (laughs) it was fun it was also a blizzard when we went I was like sure we're gonna run into a mountain lion or a moose or something but there were no animals no tracks I was looking I was paranoid it was hard to enjoy myself because I was so terrified of animals but we did it (laughs) and I lived to tell the tale and next time I will go in the day when I can see (laughs) things
1: (laughs) I'm proud of you though that's a fun activity and did Matt love it though
0: he did and then Lately, whenever we come home from a date night or like put the kids down on the weekend, you have to try nachos from Cafe Rio. Have you tried them,
1: Kristen? Let me. She ordered Kristen ordered them
0: once, and I had some of them, and they were amazing. They're so good. They're queso. I don't know what they put in it. Oh, they're queso. So so good. good. But we love ending the night with nachos or Taco Bell. So I like that. Crunchy up, supreme. I'm all about right. it. so... Oh, yeah. Um, Steak, quesadito. Absolutely. All about it. <laughs> well, today we are talking about accepting yourself where you are right now. And I just want to start with saying it's not bad to want to improve and to look for the future, but what I wanted to talk about today is just loving the stage that you're in in your life right now, not always looking far ahead also not dwelling on the things of the past, but rather using both the past and the future as a tool to help you feel happy and gratitude for where you are right now. In life, things are always changing. Our schedules, age, maybe even our home, if we're moving, our likes and dislikes, our boundaries, even our bodies. Life never really stays the same. And for me, I hate change. I am not comfortable with change. I avoid change. I just don't love it. I love same. my routine. I love my schedule. <laughs> we get we, that from we the
1: same parents. Yes, I I live and die by my routines and schedule.
0: Oh, yeah. When things change too much, I just like I feel the panic set in. Do you feel the panic? Do you know what oh, I'm yeah. talking
1: about? I literally was having this
0: conversation with my husband the other day. I was like,
1: because it's been winter break. And yeah. I was like, I just need my schedule back. Like my anxiety is like through the roof. Yeah. Because it's like every day is something else and something new and and toys everywhere too that's just adding to it. Yeah. I need my schedule. I I need my
0: schedule back. (laughs) Yep. I feel that. But so how do you handle change? You're uncomfortable with it like me? Oh, absolutely.
1: I'm gonna share (laughs) this with you though. So the last week's episode. Or this week's episode is all about New Year's resolutions. And yeah. so I talked about um how I try and set goals that are really underwhelming, like just like really, really basic. Yeah. But this year I decided to do like a word or a a phrase for the year. And you know what it was. This was before I looked at any of this podcast notes or anything, but we were talking about it on New Year's Eve and my my Phrase for the year is embrace change (laughs) because I'm so bad at it and I'm – and it's just like – and I feel like I'm always – especially the last like five years, it's been like, well, when we get to this point, then I'll relax. When we get to here, then it'll be much easier. When this happens – but everything that's happened in the last five years, we reach that point and then something else happens that's even more like – life-changing or like the pandemic hit and then my husband went back to school and across the country and then we ended up moving like it's just like yeah if I can learn yes and but it's like but if I could learn and this is what my like for the year if I could learn to just embrace it not I don't have to love it yeah but just accept and embrace change like then maybe I wouldn't feel like I'm chasing after something so much all the time. Like, I feel like I'm constantly chasing like, well, at the end of next month, it'll be okay. Or once yeah. this happens in Andrew's job, it'll be okay. Like, so instead, like, I'm just trying to really just embrace change and, and embrace that instead of waiting for something to be
0: over. I love that. Steph this is like the best podcast then <laughs> lay it on us lay on all the change acceptance because I'm struggling with it but I love that you said you're not sticking to like specific goals and that was my goal this year is like to not was it stick really? to any goals because I'm like I always set myself up for failure with these yeah. so mine's the same way with 2023 My word for the year is movement and I have the hardest time sitting still at like my brain and my anxiety. I'm just like always thinking of like the next thing and and so I was thinking about my word for the month and then or for the year and I was like I also need to add another word in there and that word is meditate. So like movement and meditate because I'm like I want to make big moves for like work and then in my family and then in my relationships. But then at the same time, I need to sit and absorb everything that's happening with all of that movement because I'm not, I'm doing better at soaking in all of the small moments. Even with my kids, I'm like put my phone down and just like, okay, close my eyes and take this moment in because I will never have like my kids hugging each other. And I'm just like, you're so sweet in this today for this minute. You're so sweet. And I just want to take in this moment, but just to do better at meditating and soaking in the little moments is also a part of my goal. I just... Sorry, you go. <laughs> no, I just
1: say I love that because I was going to say my my mantra is embrace change, but I, I it's because I don't know how. Yeah, it's because I literally cannot figure it out, and so I I love that idea of just like meditating and being in the moment and just just like feeling where you're at right now, yeah. not like like you're saying at the beginning, not just like always focusing on the future, always dwelling on the past, but just like being present.
0: Yeah. And I love the thought of um, someone told me this experience that they had once of like, they wrote, where was I? it? I might have been a podcast. And um, they wrote a book about their life. And then like the day before they died, they read it. And they were talked about how they wish they would have lived in the moment more and like cared less about things that they were missing out on. But just like living the life that you're supposed to live right now and it's no matter where you're at even if you want to be in Hawaii or in Disneyland you are where you're at right now and God knows where you are at right now so just live your best life do whatever you can to actually live and I just loved that idea of like when I am dead or almost dying am I gonna look back at my life and have so much sadness of, oh, why didn't I just take in the moments that I had, even though they were hard at the time, but just accepted them for what they were and made the most of them. So that is another thing that's like, I want to keep in the back of my head this year is just, I get to write my own novel of my own life and I want to live it. I don't want to sit there feeling sorry for myself because it was a hard day or my kids were driving me crazy I'm like I got kids they're so funny like they're driving me crazy because they have the funniest little personalities it's those moments I'm just like I need to do better and meditating and soaking those in and then move forward okay Stephanie you mentioned though that you have some mantras 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 whatever (laughs) they are. are you have some
1: I do. do you and have I, them
0: for, like, the year? Or are they, like, life m- mantras or monthly mantras? What do you do? I, I
1: usually do them for, like, a year. Okay. Um, and obviously, my one for this year is just embrace change. Yeah. Um, but I do have some, actually, that I teach to my kids. And my kids say after they brush their teeth. I love um, that. And they're more specific. Okay. more because I feel like that can be more helpful like yeah. building confidence and i probably should have some for myself like maybe yeah. about change <gasps> maybe that's what I'll do is I'll I'll write down some of those about really learning to embrace change yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my kids um will say in the mirror after they brush their teeth I am brave I'm strong I'm respectful I'm smart and I can do anything because I am a child of
0: God. Oh, I love that. So that's what they say I've in the mirror. I'll say that before. I think it's the cutest thing. I need to do that with my kids, but I love a good mantra. Those are good ones. Thank you. We
1: were we were trying to help them, like when they're really little, like some like core like. I'm brave. I'm strong. Yeah. We had to add in, I am respectful because we want to raise respectful kids and we're having some issues. So we're working on it, but I love that you can change and add and I yeah. definitely need to add some of my help there. Yeah.
2: It's a brand new year and I am prioritizing self-care. And for me, that looks like treating myself to some cute new glasses. As those of us with less than perfect eyesight can attest to, glasses can get really expensive, especially when you want high quality. And don't even get me started on cute sunglasses. With Pear Eyewear, finally having cute and affordable glasses is an option. Buy one of their base frames and customize your look with the cutest top frames to accessorize any style. Pear makes looking fashionable so much easier on your bank account. These top frames make it so easy to switch from sun tops to blue light lenses or solid colors to stripes and patterns. They even have unique collections like Marvel, Harry Potter, or limited edition holiday designs. There's really a pair for everyone and every occasion. I love the shape of my Wanda frames and have been soaking up the California sunshine with my sun lenses. Not only are they cute, but they are so comfortable. And if their glasses weren't good enough, Pear truly takes it to the next level with their Pear for a Pear program. Today, over 200 million children worldwide who need glasses can't get them. So beyond helping you craft a style that's yours, Pear wants to do some good. So for every pair you buy, Pear provides glasses to a child in need. Experiment with who you can be in 2023 with Pear. Go to peareyewear.com tabletalk 15% off your first purchase that's pair p-a-i-r eyewear.com slash table and
0: I feel like mantras help so much with like our words for the year because they can change like you can change your mantra at any time but um I have a ton of mantras in therapy. She's like, write as many as you need. So I'm like, I have some for my boundaries. I have some for no, like that. my kids, but for the word movement, I want to share the mantras that related most to my words. So I'll share those with you. Um, the first one, I choose how my story is written and the opinions of others are reflections of their stories and beliefs, not mine. That's another a good, one, really I am good. worthy. Uh, the third one, I am loved and a daughter of God and nothing will change that. The fourth one, I can only make choices for me and feel things for me. Oh, that's a good one. I know, because that's something I struggle with. I'm like, why don't you see it the way I see it? <laughs> <laughs> why can't everyone think like me? And then the last one, I am where I am supposed to be. And God is mindful of me. So this one is something that I struggled with. I feel like during like COVID years and something, I had major Ooh. FOMO, fear of missing out. I hate missing out on things. Do you have FOMO? I do. And it's mostly because
1: it's like, I we love to travel. And like, yeah. the fact that it was like, we just were home for like almost two years straight. It was driving me crazy. And like, I'd see people traveling, and I'd be like, why are they going to go somewhere? <laughs> or like, what? How, oh, for Thanksgiving, we were supposed to go to Utah this year for yeah. Thanksgiving and visit family. And all of us got sick. Like, well, let me clarify that. Six out of seven of us were like down and out for the count. Like so, so sick. i was and so, so devastated because I was like, we're supposed to go home for Thanksgiving for like the first time in like four years and we're stuck at home.
0: And so, yeah, I definitely have FOMO. I have FOMO. I know. And that's where my mantra, mantra, I don't know what it is. So I'm just going to say mantra from here on out. You feel great is, about that. Um, the one that says, "I am where I'm supposed to be, and God is mindful of me. I hate missing fun, It's so sad to miss like a fun girl's night with friends or a party cause I've sick kids, and i just, I get so disappointed." But the thought of why can't I live my life to the fullest of the circumstances I'm giving pops into my head. And that's what I've been trying to do. I'm going to live my life. And if I'm going to live it, I'm going to live it good and make the most of it. Being with my kids, being present, put my phone away. If I'm going to watch a movie. I'm going to cuddle with my husband and eat nachos and sip a good drink. (laughs) (laughs) It goes back to that movie scenario of like, if I miss something, how can I make where I'm at right now? Best it can possibly be. So, um, and so I just want to take in all the moments because life really is about enjoying it, enjoying your body for what it can do, not what it can't, and enjoying your body for what it does look like and not what it doesn't, enjoying my weird personality rather than worrying if people like me, but just be my own best friend and just accept me wherever I'm at and whatever stage I'm at because we're all weird but we're all awesome. And so it's just, as soon as you learn to embrace yourself, and I feel like I have am still learning to embrace myself, I feel like that's when real change and happiness can really happen. I
1: agree completely. And I feel like also embracing the season of life that you're in, I feel like yeah. that's been a really hard lesson for me to learn having yeah. little kids, like and oh, I feel like, like it's
0: so close to my age.
1: Yes, I've got a lot of little kids and like it has been so hard for me going from like constant going nonstop to slowing down and like recognizing like hey, like we can still travel with our kids um but it's going to look a lot different and that's okay. Yeah. And I think that's part maybe that's part of embracing change is just realizing like Hey, it's not the same as it was. It's not the same as I might want it to be in the future, but it's okay, and it's okay to be where I am right now yeah. and doing the things that I'm doing right now. And yeah. and you are where you're supposed to be, and that's that's okay. Like, yeah. And just recognizing like things in the future will change. Nothing ever stays the same. Yeah. The yeah. only thing that's constant is change, right? And yeah. so that's recognizing makes- that it is right but it's like but just like realizing like wherever you're at and even if it's like hey like I want to start feeling more gratitude for my life situation right now but you're not like completely in love with your life right now like that's okay like you can work on it and you can just work on maybe being more grateful and maybe like starting a gratitude journal or Something like that. Like, I feel like so often too, we get pushed into the mindset of like all or nothing. Yeah. Right. Like, you either are like romanticizing your life and it's so great and so wonderful and so amazing and maybe a little bit toxic, toxic positivity a little bit there, but then, or it's like you're, you really just like are struggling so bad. Like, and it's so hard. But, I feel like recognizing that there is like a middle ground and that it's okay to take like baby steps towards loving something more or appreciating something more or being more grateful for something and just just maybe taking baby steps or like small – I'm going to use the word underwhelming again <laughs> – small <laughs> underwhelming moves to be being more okay and then once you get to being okay then you can move on to like being more grateful and once you're more grateful then maybe you can learn to like appreciate things and then maybe like you'll get to a point where you do reach reach it you're like no like I love this like not all of it not all parts of it I feel like that's that's not realistic but loving some parts of it kind of like what you're saying at the very beginning like just like stopping and soaking in those little moments that you're like, no, I do love this. And this is yeah. this is a good place for me to be right now.
0: Yeah. And even just like, because I agree, some, there's some areas of life where it's just like, I just don't like this phase I'm in right now. And it's like, <laughs> I don't have to like it. I don't even have to necessarily enjoy it. But as soon as I start accepting it, then that's when I can move from there to like how am I going to improve this what can I change to like this situation or where can I love myself right now where I'm at and there's In this a fitness yeah. instructor, instructor and I love her her name is Robin Arzon and she married herself before she got married to her husband she like did her own little ceremony and I just thought that representation of marrying yourself was so cool just the thought of Staying loyal to yourself and loving yourself and all that comes with the marriage, just committing yourself to you and accepting yourself as you very first. And I think it's such a powerful thing to accept yourself for where you're at, because from there, it's like, you know, you've always got your back. You're always going to love yourself. So let's keep going. Let's keep moving forward. And it doesn't mean you have to be in love with yourself or not love things about yourself, but rather giving yourself grace, just like you would a spouse in marriage and say, you're not perfect, but I love you so much. And we're still in this together and we're moving forward. We're doing this. And I just thought that is the most powerful representation. And I think that's so cool that she just gave her own ceremony of marrying herself before she married her husband. I don't know. Kind of weird, kind of (laughs) cool. I think too, there's really
1: something to be said for accepting yourself I love that you compared it to like in a marriage with your spouse like yeah you're not gonna love everything and guess what sometimes you're gonna get on your own nerves and you're gonna be like (laughs) oh my gosh I set this goal I failed again like how could I do this like and that like negative self-talk starts like on repeat right but it's like but if you wouldn't speak to your husband like that Or if you wouldn't speak to your children like that, like, why are you speaking to yourself like that? Yeah. Why do you not show yourself that kind of appreciation and acceptance for where you're at right now? Like, when a child's learning to walk, you don't like, oh my gosh, how can you not walk yet? Like, I can't believe that it's taking you this long. To accomplish something like you would never. No. I feel like so many times we're so hard on ourselves, and we're like, I cannot believe it is taking me this long to feel. A personal example to feel more normal again after having a baby, like, yeah, like I feel like, you know, that comparison game comes into play, and I'm looking at other people on the internet who have kids my same age, and they're like, totally thriving. like, yes, thriving or. I was gonna say, or at least they're posting to make it look like they're (laughs) thriving, baby. But it's like, it's so hard for me. And I can be like, oh my gosh, like, why is it taking me so long to like come out of the fog of like postpartum? My baby's 18 months old. Like, how am I not there yet? But like, it's okay to give yourself grace and just say, hey, okay. I'm going to accept myself for where I'm at right now. I haven't completely come out of that fog. I'm doing better than I was last month. And that's great. Like, and just, again, going back to what you said at the beginning, like, don't dwell in the past. Don't always look forward to the future and not think about the present, but like taking bits of pieces of it and saying, reflecting and saying like, hey, like, okay, Am I where I want to be? No. But am I doing so much better than last month? Yes. Yeah. And I'm so proud of myself for that. And just accepting yeah. that, that it's not going to be like everybody else. My life isn't going to look like everybody else's, but I can still accept that. And like you said, move forward from there.
0: Yeah. I love that. You get to write your own story, which is so cool. You're the main character. How are you going to be? I just think main it's so cool. Energy. Yeah, you get to live your own life. Live it. Make the most of it, and don't compare yourself. Like listening to you talk about social media, it's like, oh yeah, I did that today. Like everyone's (laughs) sharing their New Year's goals, and I'm like, wow, everyone's so motivated, and here I am, like my words, movement, and (laughs) reflection, and I'm just like, no, like this is what I need, and like that's maybe what they need, but right now I'm like, I don't have the time or the schedule to set these perfect goals and hit them it's, my life is chaos my kids are their schedules are chaos and it's just this is what's right for me and it, everyone's right is going to look at different for them so yes it so, like again like you're in a different
1: season of life yeah. and like same with me like I cannot be setting these like massive goals like that's just for the phase of life that I am in right now and where I'm yeah. at personally, like that yeah. doesn't make sense for me. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Um. I was actually listening to this like little sound clip reel on Instagram from Mel Robbins, oh, but she was, gosh, she, she was talking about like new year's resolutions and everything. And it made me think of it when you were talking about it, but she was like so many like, self-help books come out and while the advice may be great it's not necessarily great for you yeah and to even if you are super into that and like I won't lie to you I love like personal development and things like that like I love stuff like that but like it just was such a good reminder that it's like, no matter what you're reading or who you're comparing yourself to or what you're looking at or listening to, like just realizing like, okay, that may have worked for that person and that is amazing yeah. and that is wonderful. yeah. But realizing, you know what, that might not work for me, but what if I tried it in this way? Yeah. Or what if I did it like this instead? And just like realizing Everybody is so different. Everybody's at a different point in their life, in a different place in their journey, whatever you want to call it. And just realizing like, hey, like instead of obsessing on, well, I'm gonna do what they did, or I'm gonna do what they did, or I'm gonna do what she did. It will be okay. I I like that. I like learning from them. Yeah. But how can I how can I do this for me? And what does that look like for me instead of just trying to like copy somebody else's?
0: Yeah. I love that, and a lot of the time, as you see other people's journey, like I think a lot of social media, it's just a lie. I just, I'm sorry, but I'm just. Sometimes I see things, and then I hear other things, and I'm just like this social media, and this is not adding up. So it's just another reminder of you. It's 2022. Social media is so fabricated and you cannot believe everything that you read and see and you cannot compare yourself to it or your story or where you're at in life with someone else on social media because 90% of it is fake.
1: 90% of it is fake. And then the other 10% is this like... I. We have talked about this a lot. And we even yeah. did like a social media and mental health episode because yeah. we are like super passionate about this. Yes. But it's like the ten percent that is, quote unquote, real. It's like the highest highlight. Like yeah. it is like their best top moments. And I'm not saying it's bad to share that. Like yeah. it's okay to share your successes and wins, but just recognizing, like as a consumer watching that, that you know what? There were a lot of in-between moments that weren't shared that aren't on here. And you can't compare your like lowest of lows, even your highest of highs to somebody else's because circumstances are different. People are different. Advantages are different. Like so many things play into people's lives that we just don't ever know the whole story. Yeah. And so, yeah, don't trust what you see on the internet.
0: (laughs) And you just got to write your own story is what it comes back to. You're in charge of you. (laughs) You just have to accept yourself where you are right now. It doesn't mean you have to love where you're at right now, but just accepting yourself and then moving from there to hopefully love where you're at right now. And whatever that may be, whether it's your body or your personality or your job or your circumstances, whatever it may be, sit down, meditate and accept them. And then from there decide, but how can I make this my love story, my life story, and just make the best of it. Well, thank you so much for listening. We'll wrap this up today, but we just want to remind you, you're doing great. Accept yourself where you're at right now. And just always try to strive to see yourself in a better light, because we see it in you. We think you're doing awesome. And If you do have some new mantras, mantras, whatever you call them, we would love for you to come visit us over on Instagram and share them with us. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and don't forget to subscribe. We'll see you next week.